Buzz, buzz, buzz. Sting. Bumblebee baddies. Hi. Hello, hello. How are you? How's your day? Uh, I am doing good. I'm getting ready for to go on vacation, so my day's been like hectic with finishing up work, but I feel so so good now that it's after work. Yeah, no, I understand that. So um, this week we have a special guest, Sammy. Hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, we should have done that first, so that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> um, so Sammy, uh, you're talking about work. Where do you? What do you do for your job? Yeah, so I, so full-time, I am a senior executive compensation analyst, so I work for a pharmaceutical company out in New York, but I work remote, so, but ideally, I'm hoping once my fiancé is uh, done with all his training, we can move to New York in the next uh, year or two. Well, remote, remote jobs sound awesome. Do you like working remote? Yeah, I love it. I've worked remote since the pandemic, and I haven't looked back since. Yeah, I had to work remote, but I got kind of bored, like, all the time. Like, I, I liked being around people, and then I was by myself because I lived alone. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm back not working remote, oh, it was a lot easier when I was remote. Yeah, I I don't really get bored too often, mostly because, like, on the side, I also do, you know, I make videos, so I content create. So a lot of times, I'm always, there's all the stuff to do when I have a downtime at work. You know, I'm filming a video, or I'm playing with my dog, or me and my dog always do like these um, dance parties where we get all, I dress her up in like the cutest little outfit, and she just That's so cute. I know, she's just jumping, and she loves it. So with you, would you say you're an influencer? I like to, so I always say because I'm pretty new overall to it. I always say content creator because like I do UGC content, which is pretty much user generated. So I don't have to post anything on my account, but I still get paid. I still make the video. I still get a product, but I also <laughs> do post stuff on my actual page. And like my friends say, "Well, you influenced me to do this, or you influenced me to buy this. You influenced me to do so." And like people will send me messages now, especially that are saying it so it's kind of weird but um in my mind I've always kind of when I think influencer I've always thought like you know you have to have a crap ton of followers but now there's like a nice lane for micro influencers which is pretty much anyone with 10k followers or above and I think under 10k is nano influencer and surprisingly (laughs) right so and honestly, surprisingly, brands really love micro-influencers um, because you get that kind of local vibe for it. Yeah. So they can kind of, if you are living in somewhere they're targeting and with Cincinnati, with all literally all of our sports team doing so well, so many spotlights are coming to us um, that so many brands now who may have looked past Cincinnati are like, oh, we need to create a market in Cincinnati. Oh, let's see who's doing, you know, something that we look forward to or something that um is within our brand yeah and like i think there's also something about like a loyalty or maybe like a realness that you don't get with like big influencers that's true like you know you always hear that these influencers are making fake reviews and i feel like you don't get that as much with the smaller ones yeah and i think that's kind of the thing too is that one I only work with one, the brands that like I've already used before. So I have a, a leg to talk on it because, you know, I don't want to really just work with just anybody, especially when I'm posting, you know, on my account. Like I do the things that I care about. I've always cared about skincare because, you know, in college and high school, I had awful skin, like such awful. And like I said, you know what? Once I was old enough and able to afford, you know, yeah. to buy nicer skincare. I said, you know what? I'm going to try it. I'm going to figure out exactly what works for me. So now it's kind of surreal. Like I posted the, like maybe two weeks ago, my now skincare bin and it is humongous. Like if you could name it, I, I definitely have it in my, um, my, dra- my drawer now. Yeah. I actually, I think I saw your video cause I was looking through and your skin like it has to be working because you said you had bad skin and it looks it looks pretty good now yeah no it's done 
much, much better. And like, you know, when you're also trying to, you know, tell tell people like what recommend what works for you but what may work for them as well you know a lot of times i get questions of people wanting me to try other products and it can be a little bit rough what i've even noticed now can be a little rough switching out skincare here and there so now i'm trying to find that like middle ground where i'm trying new products so i can actually notice the difference to see if hey is this new product like breaking me out or is it you know, doing me well. And then I usually like to, you know, they usually say you don't see a difference until like three to four weeks. I try to kind of do about two to three weeks. Three weeks is usually like, I'm like, I know my skin knows pretty quickly if (laughs) something's going to break me out or not. Yeah. Hmm. Well, so if, I don't know, Cheyenne and I wanted (laughs) to become micro-influencers, what yeah. would our first steps be, you know, for like the listeners a lot? I think like social media is so big now in our generation that right. everybody has a dream to be like a famous TikToker or YouTuber. Like it used to just be YouTuber, but now it's like TikToker oh, and sure. like Instagram model. So like for someone who maybe doesn't know how to start, you know, where would you say, like, how did you become successful? What would your tips be? Yeah. So I think for me, honestly, the biggest thing was... I started to really take it seriously. I've always been into social media, but I just decided, you know, I was like, you know, this would be kind of a really cool, like, side thing. Like, I saw some of my friends starting to do, and I said, you know, if they can do it, I mean, I for sure do this. Um, But one of the biggest things that from all the videos I watched, the, the YouTube videos, TikTok videos, reading articles, is just being really consistent um that's the first thing and then two finding what you care about like what is your niche like for me anybody who kind of comes to my page I try my best to make it I do lifestyle so like it's luckily with lifestyle you can kind of do a little bit of everything but I really love skincare I love to travel I love um doing my little cocktail videos because I used to work um for a cocktail company within HR, but we used to get, I used to got so much liquor that I was like, I have all of these liquor. Like I can make a new cocktail video once a week. So easy, so quick. So I love showing like drinks that people can make at home that don't need any skill at all. I love showing skincare reviews. I love, you know, just day in my life showing some stuff in Cincinnati as well, because Again, like I said, with so many of our sports team and so many good things in the city happening, that's a niche that actually is very successful. So many people want to know from the tri-state area and the near us, what's fun to do in Cincinnati? Because now, like, for example, this weekend, Taylor Swift is coming. There's so many people from around that have either never been to Cincinnati or never, like, had a that great of a time. So, like they will start Googling like, you know, or looking on YouTube or looking on Instagram, what are some cool things to do? But then they also will look on Instagram to see what do I wear at these places once I go. So I think that's where social media has become so important that you can get found so easily if you just find your niche. So I would say finding your niche, once you find it, just be consistent. Like if you are posting, which is sounds a lot, but if you're posting four at least four times a week on Instagram or TikTok, TikTok kind of needs a little bit more, but you can be very relaxed on TikTok. But for Instagram, if you're posting like four times um, and responding and getting the engagement, Instagram is going to end up rewarding you eventually. I think for me, I posted five times a week for about two months before I started seeing like some of my videos really start going like higher than usual and I was kind of like okay well so I kind of getting the the gist of it and the vibes Hmm. okay you know I think we've heard that before because like we've had a few in like I guess influencers I would say or some bigger names on here before like we had Jessica Diamond on a few weeks ago and like they all kind of say the same thing with like being consistent and like yeah being consistent about what you post too yeah and then I two things sometimes looking at like who's your audience is very helpful yeah Um, like if i do a video and it goes really well then i take that as okay this is kind of the the content that resonate with you know the people who are following me but then also the people who may stumble upon my profile 
And do you feel like the brand deals start coming to you or do you have to go out and venture for the brand deals? Yeah. So when I started, I would usually, I always had a pitch. I had a pitch ready to go. I either would reach out to them via Instagram or either I'll pitch them via Instagram. However, I will say almost every influencer starting out will be doing that too. So what I started to do once I kind of realized that or was getting left on red is I would just reach out to them, ask them for maybe their marketing emails. So it's not, it's a little different than just a straight up pitch because some brands have a different person who's in charge of the influencer relationships than the Mm -hmm. social media. And I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, they will, they could forward it, but if they're getting a hundred of it, more likely they're not going to. So when I started, I would pitch, send out emails. I'd go on different, there's a lot of influencer um, portals and content creating portals that has so many campaigns that you can kind of go in and apply for. And if the brand likes your content and likes your pricing, they will hire you. But now, especially when it comes to like skincare, for example, I haven't pitched to a skincare company for maybe two to three months now because so many of them all follow each other that if the brand works with one influencer, you automatically just become on their radar. Like I worked, who did I work with? When I worked with Murad, um, I ended up getting this really cool deal with uh, a brand called Elmez and they had just reached out to me organically and sent me like a thousand dollars worth of products. And this was just as a PR. They said, you don't have to post anything. You don't have to do anything. We just want you to, you know, kind of have this just to gift it PR. If you want to post it, that's great. Which is kind of like a little way that some brands now too are, you know, they really do want you to have it, but they're also kind of hoping that maybe you'll post it. You're not required to, but they're hoping you'll. Um, so once I kind of realized that what I've started to do, because they take me like zero time is doing, um, kind of unboxings, like short little 10 second unboxings, um, on my story where it's not my feed is just for 24 hours. And a lot of people already like it. Like the people that follow me, but because when I started doing those unboxing, even though I didn't post on my feed, they really liked that video that then they reached out for actual campaign that was paid. So I've kind of been in the way where if I'm putting on my feed, ideally I'm hoping it's paid, but um, if it's on my story, those ones, you could still get paid for it. But for me, for unboxing, if people send me PR, I like to do those little mini videos because at the end of the day, I'm still a micro influencer because usually if they like that, then they can see your work and then that also puts, um, whereas everybody else is um, DMing them, if you're tagging them and they're doing this video and you've already, they already know you send them their PR, they're more likely to then to respond back and say, hey, we really like this. Either A, they may want that video as a UGC and pay you, or B, they may um, ask you, hey, we'd really like you for this campaign to do. Hmm. What's That's your rate? That's a lot of information. And I've looked up like yeah. how to do this stuff and that's not given to us. So that was like really, that was like a good little like piece of gold right there. Yeah. It's a nice little way and it's helped me a lot. And I just think that once, cause even there's a lot of influencer portals. Um, one of my favorites that get, like I got uh, Neutrogena for them. I just got this new campaign that's for August. The most I've ever been paid. I got it through Inspire. Uh, Inspire IQ, I think it's called. Um, so Inspire, you have to get approved in it. And then obviously then you still got to apply for the campaign and they, the brand goes through all of the applications and who they like, they pick. But so when I first joined, I said, you know what, this isn't going to be helpful. They're not, I'm not going to get anything. Like, I'm going against, because one of my friends who has 100K followers, she also uses that platform. So I'm like, wow. if she applied for this, why am I, you know, why would I get it instead of her or either or, you know? So I just think that if you do really call, if you do quality videos and sometimes it's just the type of videos you do or your demographics, especially me being, you know, a gay male of color. Yeah. Although, yes, I'm sure maybe there's a bunch of people on those um, platforms. There's probably not a huge number of black gay content creator doing the lifestyle videos that I have. So I also think that is why, I've seen a lot of like success when it comes to like mm-hmm. landing paid brand deals or landing a crap ton of PR. I probably get 
three boxes, four boxes a week. And it's has it's a little overwhelming, but yeah. um, it's still fun because I'm not like I wouldn't be if I wasn't doing this I wouldn't get it and I can still gift them out to friends like now whenever friends have parties or anything I'm always giving them like a PR box or yeah. something. like it's kind of weird like oh here's a skincare PR box but like you know it's still something cool that I wouldn't hate it yeah I would right exactly um okay so since we talked about social media we're gonna jump into your wedding yes so when are you guys getting married we're getting married May 18th of next year. Okay. Yeah, we're um, so excited. Oh, you're go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, we're just saying, I was just saying we're so excited. Oh, we're so excited. Um, that is exciting. I was married once, but <laughs> <laughs> it didn't um, work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's go back. Where did you guys meet? How did you guys get engaged? Yeah. Yeah, so we met in Louisville. Um, in 2020 um we both actually met on tinder i was his first ever tinder date like his first first time down oh, he downloaded tinder wow. one he night lucky with that one. he he definitely did because <laughs> uh, i was not that lucky i did not me either yeah so i was like good for you girl congratulations yeah. i didn't have that experience but it's kind of funny too because he always tells a story he's always like actually a fun fact so i he was like i downloaded tender one drunk night and then i saw you but i had accidentally like swipe left and then next thing i know i know so we almost didn't happen but what was so (laughs) funny is during that whole same time uh i had like a little sleepover with my friends and they were going through my tender because when I had moved to Louisville, I had ended a five-year relationship. So I was just kind of on tender, just like, just, I used it more as a confident booster. I didn't yeah, want to yeah. go on, and I totally get that. Yeah. didn't want to go on dates. I just want to say that. Oh, he finds me cute. Oh, he finds me cute. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> but my friends were going through my tender and they're like, Oh my God, Oh my God, you have all these cute guys, but you're not like messaging back. What's why. And then I was just like, I don't know. I just kind of use it for another reason. They all looked at me kind of weird. So that night, that day, I um, that morning, I deleted my tender, started over, refreshed it, and then I popped up again, obviously, because I'm a new profile on it his tender. I know. And then the second <laughs> time, swipe right. Wow, that was that's kind of crazy. I always, you know, I always joke that like, what if I accidentally? Right? Yeah, it, look, he almost did. If I had not. But also, I would say, you know, if he would, if that was your soulmate, something like what happened with me might would happen. Who well, my thought? soulmate must be dead. You know, he must be gone. <laughs> something happened to him. Something happened because I'm 27 and I've been on a few Tinder dates, and none of them have ended up in a in a engagement or relationship. Actually, <laughs> I I don't know. I and then I think kind of going in. I also was like, oh, I'm going to be serious this time. Like, because my friends kind of shamed me, which worked out because I said, I'm going to be serious. I'm going to be so serious. So I matched him. And the first message I sent him was like, this, this was like, it was like a Monday or Tuesday. I was like, this, uh, yeah, it was a Monday. Uh, I was like, this Friday, I'm free. Do you want to go to 21C uh, Museum? They have a bar, seven o'clock, come to my house downtown, and then I'll drive us. To 21 c since it's right next to my house and like that was like it like that it wasn't a hi it wasn't a hello it was like this is our date are you in yes or no in four days and he said yeah and then the rest was history wow so back to your wedding though um do you have a theme yeah so our theme is kind of we're, we're looking for like elevated uh romantic um but also kind of I wouldn't say the word, I hate to use the word traditional, but the our color schemes are like white, ivory, gold, and like Ooh. a p- very particular type of blue that my fiance knows the name of better, but it starts with a C. So it's, we're kind of looking at, you know, lots of florals, like elevated florals. We want to like, first for the ceremony, we want people to kind of walk in. And I don't want to give too much out, but yeah. <laughs> we want people to kind of walk in and be like, whoa, like that is kind of the the elevated grand because our venue has super high ceilings. Um, and we did not really, like we, 
we were florals were super important to us my fiance kind of grew up in a floral shop kind of in a way but like we like outfit wise we won't be wearing anything royal it's just more i kind of i just really want to make sure that uh when people walk in they like are kind of amazed because i've been to some weddings where the reception is fabulous um and and i've been to some weddings where like but then sometimes the ceremony is not like they don't put really a thought prop thought too much into the ceremony portion so i think for me i really want the ceremony to be like whoa um but then i also want the reception to be whoa so i don't know if it's the african me african in me or not but african (laughs) weddings are like another level so talking about your venue and stuff are you doing like a you travel a lot are you doing like a destination wedding are you yeah yeah so it's actually in cincinnati um we originally wanted to do a destination wedding in italy however my fiance um, oh yeah, but however, my fiance is in residency, so a, a lot of his um, coworkers wouldn't be able to go because they all have to work during that time. So we needed it to be somewhere where you know they could just need to take off one day, or they have a good chance of already being off that day. Yeah. Compared to uh, compared to if we would have done a destination, people would have to come for multiple days because they work. A lot of the residents, they work six days a week, like 12 to 14 hour days. So doing a destination is not really possible. And all of them only have, when I say only, they only have two weeks of vacation from November of this year to June of next year. But they all have to take it together. Like it can't be one day here, two days there. It's like two week block oh. period. Like you can just take two weeks. So like if all oh, wow. of them, which try to take the two weeks at the same time, <laughs> you know, they <laughs> want to take two weeks for our wedding. And right. like I said, they work six days a week and they stag stagnant the one off day that they have. So we were kind of just like it's much easier for them to get one day off than to get three to four days off. Well, and so, like, where yeah. are you in the wedding planning? Like, where are you in it? Like, did you, are you guys, like, almost done with everything? Or are you still, like, No, so, weirdly enough, we are actually almost done, which, even though, like, our wedding is 11 to almost, like, 10 and a half months away, we are pretty we don't have like we have some small details to still do on like some upgrades we're gonna do, but all of the main stuff like we have our venue, we have a photographer, we have our videographer, we have our floral, we have our planner, we have at least what we want to do for our save the days. We have an idea for our wedding like crest and emblem. We have invitation ideas, we have the decor ideas. So the things that we need to have done, we have it done, and even some of the stuff that we're a little ahead of, we have done. But that's mostly just because, like I was saying before, um, starting kind of November 1st, things are going to get super hectic for both of us. So we want to try to have everything done theoretically as if we were getting married in November. So moving forward after November, we can just hand everything to the wedding planners and they are fully in charge and I, my brain should not have to think about anything yeah. from now until <laughs> well, I say like I do. Stressful ways to go about it or not i'm sorry less yeah, stressful ways to go about it it's less stressful it's gonna be well we think it's gonna be less stressful next year it's definitely stressful now but we're yeah. hoping it won't be next year but you know with the wedding so many things so much can happen yeah that's true, true. so mm-hmm. so you have said that you are gay right you're you're marrying um a male so yeah how- Work. Like, Shine and I were a little um, ignorant on it. So, like, what are you guys planning for, like, bridesmaids and groomsmen? And, like, who's walking down the aisle? Or how are you guys doing that? If you feel comfortable answering any of that. Yeah. So, the cool thing is, is I think with our wedding and with a lot of, like, you know, LGBTQ weddings, you kind of can do whatever you want. You're not, yeah. you know, people are not 
people will have so many questions when people don't have any real expectations for how it's supposed to go. So everyone's kind of going like blind, going in blind. So you don't have that much of a, at least I don't feel like I have a pressure of like, oh, I have to make sure I do this particular tradition because yeah, there's no tradition that I need to do. Um, but we've kind of just talked. So I know for our, we have a, uh, we, we're calling, we called them the, our I do crew. Um, okay, that's so for, yeah, so for our, our I, I do crew is about 10 people total. My side, I have six people, and then Austin has four. But, like, a lot of them are both of our friends, so I'm going to give him technically one of my people. So we're 5-5 five, five yeah. for symmetry. Um, but we have, I have, I think, four women and two men, and he has three women and one man on his party. And then uh, when it comes to just the idea of us like walking down. So I think there, there isn't a really real, like we kind of just decided that he would walk in first and then um, I was going to walk in second. We originally was going to walk in together or walk, do like a kind of a funky uh, two aisles, like kind of going in almost like a triangle where we meet together we thought about that too but we thought that'd be a lot of work for our photographer and a lot of work for our videographer and our guests to be going left right left right left right so we kind of just thought for more of the drama side of it he's a crybaby so he (laughs) and he's super emotional he wears yeah he wears his you know feelings on his yeah so he will walk in first Ideally, you know, I already know, we all know that once I start working, he's going to buzz eyes out, which would be the perfect <laughs> photo, video, just moment. Yeah. And um, I just, I also just like the drama of like walking in second and, you know, like uh, we're going to have like a screen quartet. So I really, actually, I won't say what song I'm going to walk into. Because yeah. that's the whole drama of it. Like that I'm wanting to end with a very, yeah, a very, very dramatic string moment. So, and I want to have like that special moment, basically. Are you nervous about walking down? Yeah, super nervous because <laughs> I've kind of, I I wasn't like really a kid that grew up thinking too much about my wedding or anything, or even when I was older, I didn't really. Wedding wasn't a huge thing for me. I'm I'm fine with really go with the flow, whereas he cares about weddings. Um, But I did say, you know, if I'm gonna get married, I want to walk down the aisle to a very particular song that I found in high school, a string quartet version of this song. And I said, that's exactly what I want. And that's exactly what now I'm getting. So I'm just hoping it translates as well as it does in my head. But I think it will. Oh, it for sure will. Are you mm. by yourself? Um, probably my mom. More than likely, I'm going to walk down with my mom, I think. I guess that's yeah. kind of a tradition. Yeah, no, um, I've never been married. Uh, sadly or happily, I'm not really sure yet. But <laughs> I, I'm like, not a traditional person, though. Like, I've always said when I get married, I want to do the opposite colors. Like I don't, I'm not going to wear a white dress or anything close to white. I'm going to wear probably like a blue. But it's an older one. So I don't know if I'll be able to find it or not. Mm -hmm. I want the guests to be in like neutrals. And so I'm very much against like traditional, like not against traditional weddings, but like, yeah, and I think one of the things that I'm debating on doing just, and I don't even know, I just think it looks so pretty and just be so different was like, I kind of thought about having all of my, I do, the women on the I do crew wear white, <laughs> but like either white or black, but I think white, something, I don't know what it is. It may, I'm my fiance thinks it'll make it look like a bridal show, but which are probably my something about it. I just classy, I like the idea, though. but we'll see. An elegant. Yeah, like a very exactly a very elegant. It's very clean. It's so, but we'll see. Things could change. Our um, 
our venue has a checkered uh, uh, aisle, and it's a super long checkered aisle. Um, so we kind of, I thought it would be kind of cool if the ladies were in white, the men are in black, and but we'll see. We'll see where yeah, we land. Like, a, like it would be like... Yeah. Proper. What are you guys going to wear? Like, what color are you guys going to wear? No, no, no. And actually, that's like, so we're, I think we're both going to wear a white, white tux on the top, a white jacket tux, um, and then black pants. And then okay. um, I think we're doing a white shirt underneath, black bow tie. I think we're, we, we're planning on matching for the ceremony. And then for the reception, I'm hoping I can, I'm trying to get a quote from a designer because I really want to do something that is also still a suit, but, um, or still a tux, but I want to kind of like, and I don't want to use the word bejewel, but basically bejewel or stud it with like crystals. So it kind of like when we make an entrance, it kind of like shines through the lights, the light reflects it. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to find a designer there in Cincinnati or at least a little bit in the Midwest because I don't think anyone on the East or West Coast I could afford, <laughs> but in the Midwest <laughs> that um, could do something similar. Well, I just know that your Taylor Swift outfit's going to be on point for the concert. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to wear it. Uh, my favorite <laughs> Taylor Swift song is my favorite album is Lover, but um, mm-hmm. I'm deaf. My favorite song within Lover is uh, Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince because mm-hmm. it's kind of funny. Like I said, when I moved to Louisville, um, I moved to Louisville like August of 2019. And I moved, I was with my ex and we had moved in together. But then once I moved there, I kind of, I very quickly realized I was like, oh no, I have to like, get out of this like relationship like i'm not happy and then taylor swift lover came out and then then the song cruel summer came out and then like i we were on vacation and i was like it is literally summertime and almost the end of summer and i'm having like the worst time of my life because i'm with this person um and then the song cruel summer just kind of stuck with me but then um so i right after the trip i broke it off like i actually broke it off on the flight going home which was stupid of me which was stupid of me because then we had to sat there for the rest of the trip or rest of the flight just like awkward but um i just said you know whatever and i put my headphones on this to my cruel summer but then you know four months later i meet austin (laughs) and he he's just kind of for me has always been like my like miss americana in a way because like he's from a small town he's when i see him i i see like kind of like a like an american dream like a, a real i don't know how to explain it but just like a down to earth person who would do you know somebody who would pull up his bootstraps and just he's trying his best to like live the american dream and like it's always just funny cuz i always say like when i was in louisville and single before i met him but then after i left my ex like i only use you know t- I, like I said, I only use Tinder just to get validation. So, like, every time I would listen to that song, I was like, ooh, am I, like, the heartbreak friends? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, that's my outfit I'm going with. I'm pretty much going as the heartbreak prince. Well, we're going to move on. So, we'll... Which is the black and yellows. And so, for this one, we're just going to give you, we have, like, four hypotheticals or three hypothetical situations. And we're all going to say, like, what we would do. So if you say yellow, that means, like, it's bad. Like, you you don't agree with it. You don't like it. It's a no-go. But that means it's good. And then in between, you know? I can't be away, you know? Okay. So my, like, your mother-in-law wears white to your wedding. Now, yours is a little bit different because you were saying my bridesmaids in white but your mother-in-law yeah. wears like basically whatever you wanted to wear. Well, you know your approval where would you where would you guys fall on that oh that's a yellow and i don't know <laughs> really mother-in-law so i don't know how that was but um it's just for me see anybody who's like has a part this is where like i guess 
which is so funny because I just said, you know, weddings, I never really thought about it. But then now that I'm going through a wedding, like I have like a little bit of like OCD. So for me, my like anybody who has a part, like an actual part in the wedding, I need like some type of approval process. Like I just need to know yeah. what's going to come down the aisle, what's going to be presented, like what exactly is happening. So yeah, you're like, your name on it, you know, it's like your brand. Really. Exactly. So I, and I think white even like for my bridesmaids that's or not my bridesmaids my i do crew that's one thing but i think my vision for the parents is to be something different definitely not yeah. white yeah okay. i think being married before like i didn't my mother-in-law was in africa like she wasn't over here yeah. so i didn't have that law experience so i didn't think about it really cuz but think about it like new boyfriend like, you know I don't, oh my god, if his mom showed up wearing white, I would be kind of mad at it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't like that. Like, I would me, I'd be like, fuck, what the fuck? Are yeah. you wearing? Well, I mean, for me, like, the opposite, right? If I'm, like, literally, nobody wear a color. <laughs> We're going to have an issue. Yeah. yeah, and it's definitely worse <laughs> when they know. They know you're what you're wearing, yeah. and they still do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now the guy that I was like talking to on and off, I, I dated this guy on and off for twelve years, and so it probably should be off. But the guy that I was talking, you know, <laughs> I've been talking to a little bit. His mom doesn't like me, and she I, if she would do that, I would be like, divorce. <laughs> like you need to you divorce your mom right now. Like right now. Not. Who me, so you me or her? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So okay. This kind of happened on this wedding, and it kind of made me think about it. But, um, okay, so say you asked your, like, I do crew to, you have somebody in it that's like a jokester, right? And you ask them mm-hmm. to just be serious for this one day, and how did you open the ceremony? Like a toast yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the fuck? I... Is that like a black or yellow to you? Because... I don't know. I feel like I'm in the middle. I'm like a pink. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, you expect it from them, but at the same time, you told them to be serious. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, man. I almost, so I think for me, it would be a yellow only because it would might, I, I thought about pink, but only because, like, <laughs> our wedding theoretically, it's just going to be a nice melting pot of so many people. Yeah, and sorry. the kind of jokes that if, I mean, I have a jokester, and the kind of jokes that they would make would not fly. So, <laughs> yeah. or, you know, so I just, like, would be like, oh, no, girl. <laughs> like, no, 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 girl. Stop. <laughs> like, don't do this. So that would well, be the biggest me- thing. Yeah. of... Like Jersey Shore, like Angelina. Yes. <laughs> Angelina. And um, how the girls gave like this funny toast, and they said the dump of Long Island or whatever, and everyone relationship or whatever, and their friendship. <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like I would also like I love funny jokes. I probably wouldn't even say anything like that. But if I was worried, like let's say my friends are really like outgoing and just say outlandish things husband and their family is like super conservative and would not be okay with that but if I specifically Mm -hmm. told them like no and they did it get out yeah (laughs) I'm not having that you know I'm not gonna ruin my wedding no well my last one I think we have one more yeah um what if like I don't know like how would you feel if someone really close to you like maybe you're doing or something but mm-hmm. someone you're really close with um like would you be mad at that or would you be okay with that because like you never know what's so- they don't bring a gift yeah yeah i think too i might be a black like i mean gifts are highly encouraged yeah <laughs> but uh <laughs> But, you know, I think for me, your presence, like, you showing up will mean the world to me. Because, yeah. like, first of all, one, 
having my fun. I'm not worried about the gifts <laughs> at all. Right. So I think my biggest thing is I just want to have a good old time with the people that I love. And well, I'm gonna be the bitch. And I'm I gonna think- say pink. Like what if she doesn't give me a gift? Or like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'd be like, that's right. weird. Yeah, right. It's just like, like well, to, I mean, two like, weddings are expensive. You know, like, but you know, one thing last episode with we did my family that I really like for traditions with weddings is we do a family. So like my drinking, so we all we and like the groom and the bride, and we um we all get a family shot together, which I think is really cool. Well, that's super cool. So, do y'all want? Oh. <laughs> that you want to share before our shopping scene? Um, the only thing for us is, like I said, fun time. Um, West African. One of the things that they do, and they did this at graduation. They did this for almost a lot of situations. Uh, they do it for prom. Is we have like this, this cloth called a lapa. Uh, while the couple's coming in, a lot of times they may uh, they'll lay this cloth. That's the first step, and then all the aunties, grandmothers, like women, family, friends, and sometimes men too will throw like money at the couple as they walk in. Like basically shower them with money the whole time they're walking until they like make it to wherever they're going their seats or their dance floor and then you just see like this pile of money and then usually the kids try to pick it up <laughs> low key yeah pile of money's their bad you know right get hit in the head with like dimes like <laughs> <laughs> but no i mean no. like i i actually thought mm. about i'm just like i'm kind of a people times. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing mm. about it. I just do that. I don't know. And <laughs> most of my family is pretty religious. And I'm personally I'm not. And one thing that I wanted to do is do uh, like ceremony. It's known in you know, traditions, but it's really just the vows with some ropes tied to ropes. I wanted to send hmm. ceremony just to see who. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just saying, I'm pagan. <clears throat> they would actually show up for me, or if they'd be like, "No." <laughs> right. <laughs> oh I man, I don't think my 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 family might show up for that, but maybe. <laughs> Well, I just want to see. They might like, think it's something different. They may family. think it's like a gay thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay. So I guess we can move on to shocking. Things. Yeah. So for this week, Cheyenne actually is the one who thought about it. But we're doing like a Mean Girl, like the lunch scene. Yeah. I don't but... know what made me think of it last night. We were just like mind, like kind of mind boggling back and forth, and I was like. Oh my god, like what about a seating chart? Like, you know, you some people have seating charts, some people don't, but you know, like what about a seating chart for your wedding, but make it mean girls? Yeah. So I, I had a few categories. Um these were like I don't know how you felt soon, but I feel like they were kinda hard because like I tried to make one up and I was like, ooh, I don't know. I don't know, I just <laughs> friends into it because I was like I, I have no friends. So. Okay, you have me, but <laughs> anyways. Um so I guess I'll read mine first. Okay. <laughs> and then we'll let Sammy and then I'll go. So this is my, this would be my seating chart if I had to pick off of our um, little categories. And Cheyenne didn't have like a big wedding, her first one. No, so I did not. She didn't really have any of this. I had like 25 people there. Yeah. So uh-huh. um, I put situationship at the top, obviously, because, you know, me. Um, the unfriendly hotties <laughs> that I'd put in there are my cousin, Nevea, um, and then me. And the jocks are obviously Ethan and Paul because, you know, they work out like seven days a week and Paul's, gross me out. her brother, part of our friend group, are going to Gatlinburg next year. Yeah. Them, so um, the plastics, I didn't really know like who to put for this because I feel like the plastics are, you know, like, I don't know what, what I'd be. 
hard at that point. Like, am I putting myself as a plastic? And then, like, oh, I didn't put myself on the No, I just put me and whoever up there. So I put Kelsey and Macy because they're my other best friends. Um, And then, obviously, I had to put Andrew. He's our redheaded friend. friend. Um, He's crazy. And then, lots of girls to touch his hair. Oh my God. They're obsessed with his hair. (laughs) So long and like, it looks like a lion. Yeah, it's like a lion's mane. It's so big. Um, and then the greatest people you have for me, obviously, Ashley and Ivy. Duh. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. So what did you put, Sammy? Yeah, so for the unfriendly hotties, um, I actually, so I did more categorizing stuff, but, like, I have a lot of African, uh, like, baddie girlfriends uh, okay. from, other, from college or just post-college that we've all met. So a lot of them, and some of them are, like, influencers, too. So the unfriendly hotties are going to have to be my African girlfriends. Sorry, girls. <laughs> but... <laughs> For sure. Uh, for the plastics. So I kind of put, and I don't know. So I put the plastics as my fiance is like Austin. So Austin next year will be graduate residency. So a lot of his like co residents that might come, they low key will all just like right be like within a week or two um, after our wedding, we'll be done with residency and be like making like two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars like rich so i I put them right so i put them as the plastics because they're (laughs) newly found richness and they could get plastic faces if they wanted to exactly you know (laughs) and then for the jocks i am in a like a just a sports league a gay sports league but like i'm inviting some of the um the girls, my girls, I mean the gays, um, <laughs> <laughs> to the wedding. So they're definitely the jocks because those people are very serious and very good and just intimidated me. Intimidate me. Um, the Honestly, the greatest people you'll ever meet will be me and my do crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. For sure. And then honestly, I had the, you know, the sexual active band geeks as Honestly, all of Austin's band geeks from high school, just all of Austin's friends, because <laughs> he was a big nerd and a band Sounds geek. Like it fits. Right from all the stories I hear, that's very fitting. <laughs> okay, okay, I think that was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I don't have many people to put on this chart, so I did what I could. <laughs> um, so for unfriendly hotties, I actually put my friend Brandy, and I put Cheyenne. Uh, yeah. Now the reason, the reason I did was because Brandy, she's always known for like not being friendly when you first meet her. Yeah, <laughs> like everyone's like, I thought you hated me, so I put her there. And then I just felt like you can also give off that vibe sometimes, Cheyenne. Like, unfortunately, <laughs> so I do about day. Yeah, like I'm really nice, but I just have really bad days sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Cheyenne can also like get a boyfriend with whoever she wants. Like they all fall in love with her within seconds. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I am a hottie, I guess. So. Um, so and then for the plastics, I put my <laughs> I put my friend Rachel. Um, we don't Bye. <laughs> I feel like it just kind of fits like Regina. <laughs> yeah. Um and for the jocks, I put my mm. brothers Colton and Christian because they're big sports people. Um, for the greatest people I ever meet, do you know um Devin Mason? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so Devin and I are really close. So I put Devin down um, because he's always there for me. Like, he's always cool. And then I also put Jake down, one of my other friends. And then I changed the sexually active band geeks to just band geeks because I put my other siblings there and felt a little afraid to put a 14-year-old sexually active band geek. (laughs) So Josh and Bella, because at this point, I had a ton of friends, but they were just not good quality people. They were not good people that really served me or like really mm-hmm. did anything for right. me they just caused mm-hmm. more issues so I had a, like a decent amount of friends but unfortunately those friendships just didn't work out super well and hey, I some honestly friends are feel for like, season. yeah I feel like sometimes it's better to have a smaller like core group of friends and you know what? I didn't even add Andrew or Ethan or them yeah, so oh my god okay <laughs> Andrew could be at his own table of the sexually active we'll yeah. just put him as that <laughs> and then Ethan and Paul, I can put Paul down. I don't know. Ethan and Paul would be definitely jocks or like a country table with Ivy because yeah, like they're the all E-Hall's super country. Out in the corner. Yeah. But no, I thought that I thought that was fun. Like, you know, and like 
to have like a little mean girl kind of clip because when you think about it it was so funny to watch like mean girls and see like the animalistic version yeah, like how they put everybody in categories so yeah Okay, to end it, though, before we go, if you were a Mean Girls character, which one would you be? I sleep probably... I would probably... Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a good question. That really yeah. stomps me. So, I think for me, personally, I'm probably the... Uh, what's her name? Gretchen. Gretchen. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm probably more on the Gretchen side, but if you ask my fiance, he would say I'm Regina George. <laughs> you know, what would you what would you choose for me? Um, for Cheyenne, let's see. Because me, we and Kelsey were talking about this last night. I I don't know the guy. I don't know the character's name, but I think like I think you and I. Okay, so I'll tell you what I was gonna say for myself. I think we're kind of like possibly the same. So I was thinking half of my personality is. What's Lindsay Lohan's character? Katie Heron. Yeah, Katie. 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 <laughs> but, but like the nice Katie, like not the plastic Katie. So okay. I feel like half of me is like the nice Katie, like the innocent, cute little sweet girl. And then the mm. other half of me is the guy, like the the guy friend that she has. I don't remember his name. Yeah. Um, so mm. I feel like I'm both of those. And I feel like you could be a mix between the guy and... Maybe the plastic Katie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, hear me out. This is what I came up with last night. Okay. I think I'm Regina George's mom. Oh! <laughs> okay. Like, I'm the cool mom. The one that no was breastfeeding the yeah. kids? Like, okay. if you guys need the some dog. condoms. Oh, God. Honey, I love you guys. <laughs> okay, you know what? I, I can see that. Cheyenne's kind of wild, so I that now that I wasn't thinking about her as a character. I know, right? I wasn't either, and Kelsey brought it up, and I was like, you know what? That yeah. kind of matches. Wow. That's okay, fitting. if you were to put your fiance as one, who would it be? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so I think if I if I had to put him in it, I would probably say that he is Katie Heron. Okay, I think you know he. Yeah, because he's like he kind of is the same way, you know. He, I would say he's a Katie Heron. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, Sammy, do you want to say anything else before we go? I've had a great time doing this. Again, if anybody wants to follow me, it's somewhere with, somewhere with Sammy on Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. Okay. It's the same user for all of it? Yeah, for all of it. Keep it simple and sweet. Okay. And we will tag you when we post our code, like Fabulous. our episode in our episode flyer. So. Sure. I love All it. Right. Before we go, we do this little thing at the end of every episode. Yep. And we just say, buzz you later. Yeah. So if you want to join us, we're going to be on three. On three. So okay. I'm going to say one. Go on three. Everyone gets confused because I can't say three and say it at the same time, guys. Right. So, Got it. On three, we're going to go, buzz you later. And that's how we end our episode. Awesome. All right, ready? All right. One, two, Bye. Bye. See you later. later. <laughs> <laughs>